0: This episode is dedicated to a real close friend of mine. Sky, you have such a great and amazing soul, and you deserve to be treated just like your value, which is great, amazing, and undenying. Killer Clowns from Outer Space, coming up on The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, a podcast about movies. Clowns, clowns, everybody, clowns everywhere. There's a circus in this mother, in uh, ugly ass little ass town, whatever. Kind of remind me of uh, Cartersville or Calhoun or some ugly ass little town like that. Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Killer Clowns from Outer Space came in or came out, excuse me, On 19, in 1998. So the film overview. Well, you know, I always do that. I always, I'm always rude to y'all. You know that? And I completely apologize. But first things first, before I dive into this movie, how y'all doing? I hope y'all having a great week. I keep messing up with uploading these things and I am very sorry. And I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I'm going to work on it just because I love y'all and I care about y'all. So I hope all y'all are doing good i want to thank y'all for tuning in and listening it means the world to me and y'all mean a lot to me so thank you but let's go ahead and dive into this killer clouds from outer space came out in 1998 the film overview of this uh disastrous movie it's not really disastrous but it's like so bad and so corny And so cheesy that it's actually pretty good. So bad that it's good. So the film overview. Alien clowns from outer space terrorize people in a small town. And they go around, they eat them, they kidnap them, they they hit them with pies. And they use balloon animals to sniff them out. Now, they do all types of crazy stuff in this town. And it's up to a local police officer. Because I don't have, like, for some reason, I only have two police officers in this town. And one of them doesn't want to do shit. So the other one has to do something. So it's up to one local police officer and a couple of young adults to save the town and stop these evil killer clowns from outer space. So I introduce a new little topic called taglines and taglines is basically like the quick little quirky line that is used to attract customers to come watch this movie. Uh, you you would mainly see these taglines and posters and movie posters if you didn't know what a tagline was. So some of the taglines that were on the movie posters or that they said in the commercials or whatnot. It's Crazy. That's a tagline. It's it's used on one of the posters. Another one is the greatest show on earth, dot, 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 just not of earth. Last one I have is big top, dot, 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 big shoes, dot, 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 big teeth. Yeah. I think I like the first one a lot. It's crazy. Way too many A's. Cast. Very random, unknown cast of this film. I don't know any of these actors. So we have Grant Kramer as Mike Tobacco. Mike Tobacco plays as one of the, I guess, like, leading protagonists. He's one of the young adults. Then we have Suzanne Snyder as Debbie Stone. She was in... um. Weird Science, and she was in Return of the Living Dead 2. So she was in a couple of good 80 movies, but I still don't know her. We have John Allen Nelson as Officer Dave Hansen, and he, he's the only officer that tries to save the town. We have Michael Siegel and Peter LaCasse as the Terenzi brothers. Rich Terenzi and Paul Terenzi. So yeah, that was the cast. Um oh um uh, the the Terenzi brothers very and like the way they're introducing to the film, well the way they, the way the whole cast is introducing the film is uh Mike Tobacco and Debbie Stone are the two young adults making out on this Look out Hill or Make Out Hill or whatever, and they drinking some wine, enjoying themselves, the lady that just they just got done with a date. And um Then, then we are introduced to the Terenzi brothers with them pulling pulling up to this make out hill in an ice cream truck trying to sell ice cream to people that, that are getting it on. They're trying to smash and you got these two cock blockers out here, and there's like they tried to sell ice cream and that whole scene was funny because, you know, they're getting booed. And then they had two girls in the ice cream truck and they were like, something doesn't seem right. It looks like you guys tried to get some for free ice cream. And they on to their scheme, so they like dipped. And yeah, just introduces how silly this movie was already going to start out as. So the budget... Of this film, it was estimated at two million, and box office it made fifteen million in the U.S. and worldwide it grossed forty-three million. Oh wow! Oh, it totaled forty-three million. I forgot what the what the gross was worldwide, but like I think it's like in the twenty-something range. So it grossed forty-three million. And um I don't think that's bad at all for the for the budget it had and then like I think it's the numbers surprised me. I, I it did better than I expected, that's for sure. So the reviews of this spectacular cult classic Metascore gave it a score of 43. Uh, averaging in the yellow area, so I don't think that's a bad score. It's an average score, so, yeah. Rotten Tomatoes gives it a 75%, and I'm surprised about Rotten Tomatoes because not all the movies that I've done so far, but some of the, like, a good bit of movies that I've done, I felt like it should have got a higher rating, and they're just giving it a hard time, but now I did it gave this movie 75%, so I was really surprised about that. And an audience score of 59%. So, let me dive into some of the reviews. So, some of the reviews for this film are delightfully... schlocky. I never heard of that word before. Schlocky. I think that's how you say it. S-C-H-L-O-C-K-Y? Hmm. A schlocky horror comedy about a race of vicious, bloodthirsty invading aliens who look like circus clowns, but with sharp teeth. Another review. Outside of viewing the film as a child or with a group of pals on a drunken Saturday night, watching a bunch of loosely stringed sequences of killer clowns attracting townsfolk, Only gets you so far. It's a fun picture, but nothing more. Utterly ridiculous. The dialogue exquisitely dumb. The acting so bad, but it's one for cheap laughs. A far, and oh, this is the last one. A far more interesting horror movie, horror movie threat than they have any right to be. And that's all thanks to the cleverness of the Chiodo boys. And that's who directed the film, the Chiodo brothers. There's three of them. And I'm going to dive into that a little bit more into my movie facts. So, uh, yeah, that's that's the reviews. Me, personally, I don't disagree with any of these reviews. This movie was really bad. But at the same time, it was so bad that it was really that it's like good. And like it like that movie grows on you, you know? You just like, I can't believe how ridiculous this film is. And but it's such an iconic film and it's like and it and it and I can understand and see why it has such a cult class, a cult following behind it. It's just a good film overall, man. And 2020, it, you just look back at it and you just watch it, and just laugh at it. I, I really don't really consider it a horror film, but, you know, it. the clowns do look a little bit disturbing to me. I don't like clowns. I don't know who likes clowns. If you like clowns, you need to get some help or something. But the clowns in this film really do stand out to me and really are disturbing looking. But at the same time, it's just too damn funny to even take one moment serious of it being a horror film. So the movie awards. So for some reason, the Saturn movie awards did not have a an award show in the year 1988. So they decided to throw this movie into the 1990 Saturn awards. So they didn't win no awards, shockingly but it did get nominated for best costume and best music at the saturn awards in 1990 and i personally think it should have won best costume because like i said those alien costumes really do stand out really make really help the the film work i guess i mean it is about the clowns kevin of course they're supposed to work hard on on the clowns but yeah i like the costumes and it also got nominated for best music. I don't know if I said that already, but I'm gonna say it again: best music. And I like the music in the film as well. I think the film, the music works. I I like the music. I I could. I I don't I don't know. I'm not really a big fan of like heavy metal or rock like that, but it's pretty good. It's pretty good. So the movie that won best costume was a movie called Willow. I never heard of that movie and the nominees that were also in this category with uh, killer clowns I never heard of them either so willow won best costume and the other nominees were nightfall waxwork dead ringers and layer of the white worm never heard of any of those if you have Go ahead and let me know, man. Shoot me an email or DM me or something. I ain't never heard of none of these films. Winner of of best music of that year that beat out Killer Clowns was Hellraiser 2. Other nominees. They Live, Dead Ringers, The Blob, and Beetlejuice. Now, I've seen all those, and I've liked all those, but they live? Really? That was nominated for Best Music? That music, had some, that music sounded weird to me. But that's all right. It's okay. I've never seen Hellraiser 2, but I know what Hellraiser is and everything like that. So, yeah. I would have gave it to, looking back at it now, I don't think these two should have won. I think Best costume should have went to Killer Clowns, and Best Music should have also went to Killer Clowns. So, you got snubbed Killer Clowns. He got snubbed. Movie facts. I have a couple for y'all today. I don't have too much, but they are definitely short and sweet. So, movie facts. Three brothers. The uh, Chiodo boys. The Chiodo brothers... They did a lot for this film. They created the film. They worked on the costumes of this film. And also, one of them plays as the big villain or big huge monster at the end of the film, Clownzilla. So I thought that was very interesting. These, these guys work really hard. Three brothers come in. I like that. Keep keep the family in the business, you know what I'm saying? So. I thought that was pretty interesting. I like that. Also, the actors and movie crew were really close friends of the filmmakers. So like I said, you know, keeping in the family. And I guess it means a whole lot more when you're working with friends and family. So the, the, the product or the quality of it means so much more. And I like that. I hope that I can be able to do that one day all the characters that are in the film are based on real life people that were close to the filmmakers so officer Hansen, uh dev mike tobacco what a name huh yeah they those are all based off of real people i doubt those are the real names but yeah oh even the ice cream brothers all the oh i already said that what am i doing Come on, Kevin, move on. The film. Now, this one I didn't know. And I'm surprised. Because, like, they said that um, apparently this film bombed. But I'm looking at the box office numbers. I'm like, it didn't bomb. Not not in my opinion, at least. But the film has made most of its revenue from toys, DVD sales, and t-shirts. So, maybe that's what the box office numbers come from but at the same time it's like box office really comes from when you go buy a ticket in a movie and you go sit in the theater and you watch it so I don't know but that's one of the facts I have don't know if it's entirely true but it is what it is and it was what it was shout out to Demo and finally my last movie fact I have here is the sequel has been stuck in development hell for over 20 years now 20 plus years to be exact so i didn't even know they were trying to work on a sequel at first and i don't understand why it's taken so long to get it to get a sequel for the film like i should i should look into that a little bit more to see why but I mean if they're having budget issues get trying to get money for somewhere. Shouldn't they go to like somewhere like Sci Fi, the Sci Fi channel? Like those guys love making bad bad horrible films. So go go to them, man. See I'm pretty sure that'll help you guys out. But I don't know if it's just the writing issues, acting issues, technical issues or what, but yeah, mainly I mean mainly when a film is stuck in developmental hell, it's probably because too many script rewrites or uh, no one has to really settled on our script yet or that can't even get a budget for it so yeah things i will change about this film um this is very interesting because you know this film is just so bad that it's good and i said that i said that over and over in the podcast but i'm gonna keep saying it damn it It's so bad that it's good that, you know, it's kind of hard to change. Like, I don't know what what I would change about it. Like the movie is literally called Killer Clowns from Outer Space. How am I supposed to change anything about this film? So I only have one thing that I would change about this film. And that one thing is that I would kill everybody in the film. Like, like. if you watch the film and as the film progresses you see that uh, legit they can't save this town like damn near all the town is has, has been captured in these cotton candy cocoons and these clowns have, oh there's like a scene where the, where the clowns literally have like a Big, huge, I guess like suction, vacuum suction thing when they suck up the, the cotton candy cocoons and it's going down the main street of the town like, like, it's a, like it's a damn parade. And they are literally sucking people left and right. You see this one goofball trying to run away from the clowns, but that ain't even work. So he got sucked up and turned into a cotton candy cocoon. And... No one has. No one was able to save this town. Not the cop, not the young adults, nothing. They try to save it. They try to warn people. But nobody saved this town. Oh, and, uh, and there's like this one cop in that movie who was like really like obnoxious, absurd. Reminds you of a cop nowadays. Yeah, if I would have seen this cop, he definitely would have killed somebody. Killed a person of color without a doubt. But... Yeah, they kept he kept, they kept calling him, and he was, like, saying, oh, this is fake. And he tries to, like, he arrests these two college kids for no reason in the film. And then what else happens? Oh, he, he then tries to, tries to arrest one of the clowns, and he, like, bonks one of the clowns in the head. And that really made the clown upset. So the clown choked him out, killed him, and then turned him into a puppet. So it was like really uh really disturbing right there, I ain't gonna lie. And um I remember when Officer Hansen goes back to the police off op- to the police office or police department tries to persuade his other officer of what's going on. The officer's already dead and he has and the killer clown, one of the killer clowns has his hand inside the uh officer and he uses him as a puppet to communicate with Officer Hansen. Because you know they don't really, they don't speak at all, not not one word is said, not even amongst each other, but they he uses the the clown uses the uh the dead officer to talk to officer Hansen saying, We're here to kill you, we only want to kill you. And it's like, damn, that's cold. That's cold blooded. And then Officer Hanson shoots that no that, that clown in the nose and the clown explodes. And that's when he finds out his finds out their weakness. Which I'll dive into that a little bit more into my top five. So but yeah, anyways, continuing on. Yeah, like the town was already lost. All hope is lost. And um, near the end, we have the young officer with the, what was her name? The Terenzi brothers. And we have uh, Deb and Mike Tobacco going to the, uh, oh, Deb gets captured by the clowns. That's why they're on the ship. Okay, so let me reverse. reverse. So they're going through town. Officer, Officer Hanson and Mike Tobacco going through town trying to save Deb. Because fuck the town, right? They all don't really care about the town. We just care about this girl. So they say, fuck the town. Let's just, let's just go ahead and try to save this girl. And too little too late because she's in the shower. To, she's, she's taking the shower. She just got done taking the shower. She gets out. And before she got in the shower, she she got hit with this popcorn. by pop. She got shot with a popcorn gun by a clown because her, her uh, Deb, and Mike stumble onto the spaceship. They walk around a little bit. And they say, oh, my gosh. Is, these, these are aliens. So we got to go to town. So they try to run into town. They try to escape the ship. They get she gets hit by a popcorn gun. Her and Mike Tobacco. That's when that's when they go to the police department. Try to bring Officer Dave into this and the other officer, but but and the other uh, obnoxious officer. But only Officer Dave listens and tries to help them out. So, you know, they go back. Uh, they drop Deb off. Then then Officer Hanson and Mike Tobacco go to the spaceship. They find out what's really going on, go back into town, trying to warn the others. So Officer Hanson tries to tell his fellow officer while Mike Tobacco tries to save uh, Deb. But while they were gone is when the clowns go into town and wreak havoc and start capturing everybody and shit like that. So so when she... So, they drop off Deb, right? She has all this popcorn on her. She takes it off, and like I guess somehow over time the popcorn grows and turns into this, like this little these little mini clowns, snake clowns or whatever. So uh, they turn to it while she was in the shower. So she gets out the shower, and she to her to her surprise, the popcorn has now turned into these snake clowns and try to bite and they bite her and stuff. So she tries to run out, run away. And then she opens the door to leave her house. And there's a, there's a killer clown right there. She closes the door, tries to run out, the, tries to jump out the window, like four more killer clowns. So not by, by this time she fucked. Like there's no way you're getting out of this house. So they shoot a gun at her that turns her into a balloon or that that, that captures her captures her inside of a balloon. And they bring her to the spaceship. So now everybody's going to following them to the spaceship. The the Terenzi brothers because they had to give Michael a ride, Mike Mike tobacco a ride, and Dave, Han- Officer Dave Hansel, following to the sh- to the ship. They get to the ship, and they getting chased off. They getting chased off through the ship by the clowns, except for the Terenzi brothers. They. It was weird. They somehow got to smash two female killer clowns, which is weird as hell. They don't even show how adult, how they how they smash, but it's weird as hell. Anyways, they're getting chased with the damn spaceship. Finally, they get cornered and to the rescue come the Terenzi brothers with their ice cream truck, using a speaker on an ice cream truck, saying that they're the ultimate king clown and the clowns need to leave the Leave uh, the three people alone. So the clowns back off. And then finally, I guess, like, the big reveal, there's a big, huge killer clown, Clown Clownzilla, comes in. And Officer Hansen try. Oh, the killer clown jumps down. Clownzilla jumps down, sees an ice cream truck, smashes it then focuses his attention on officer hansen deb and mike tobacco so he the the clownzilla goes after them and officer hansen decides to sacrifice himself he's like saying you go on without me you know tell the others blah 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 so he uh becomes a big distraction the clowns are like grabs him, grasps him and is about to eat him but before he does, Mike uh, Officer Hanson remembers that if you, if you somehow mess with their nose that it's their weakness and, and that you'll kill them and whatnot. so he pops the damn clown in the damn nose and uh, the clowns it explodes and this whole ship explodes and you expect for Officer Hanson to die, but he doesn't, and they all live. So, hey, yeah, big happy ending. No, not on my watch. Clowns little would have fucked everybody up. Clowns little. Oh, the Terenzi brothers somehow lived through that car crash too. When he's when the when the clowns little destroyed the car. But anyways, that wouldn't have happened on my watch. The, those two Terenzi brothers would have died in that car and in, in, inside that car. A and then B. Ain't no way I'm letting clowns, letting Mike, Tobacco, and Deb off just so easily. Nah, they gonna have to die. They don't. They die in the uh, uh, spaceship crash or whatever. That's where what I have it in my in, in my ending. And then yeah, they they just all die, okay? Because y'all let the whole town die. You couldn't save nobody, so that means everybody dead. And that's what I would've had in my ending. I would've had no survivors. Clowns will have murders them all. So moving on. Yeah, that was pretty dark, Kevin. All right, moving on. Top five things about this film that I love oh so much. The weapons the clowns use is like insane. Like, where did these guys come up with this? So they got the cotton candy gun They, you know, they, you sh- which they shoot at you when you turn into a big, huge cotton candy cocoon, all right? They have this humany and popcorn that I was talking about. They have acid-eating pies. Like, they just throw it at you, and the more you get uh, hit with, the more, like, you melt. They have animal balloons that, that they use as hunting dogs. And finally, they have balloons that capture people. Like I, I don't know if I'm missing anything else, but that's all I remember was them, was these, these weapons. So ridiculous weapons, but at the same time, it works. I don't know how. The design of the clowns was amazing. I, I like the design of the clowns. I think it helped, I think it holds up pretty good. So that's my number two. My number three: the powers of these clowns. They have super strength. They can super jump. They jump over a car like Kobe did. Uh, oh, they have this one power that they use hand puppets to capture you. Like they will capture you with hand puppets. What? Invincible to bullets, and their only weakness. Is their nose like if you somehow puncture their nose, they explode like they do like a whole spin-a-rooney, three sixty spin-a-rooney, and then they explode into a confetti. What? What were these brothers th- smoking on when I don't know? But it's so ridiculous, but yet so awesome. Number four, the clown sex scene. Like it. Like I said, it doesn't show nothing. It doesn't show anything. It just shows them. I think it shows like the... The Terenzi brothers fall into like a ball pit, and these two uh, female killer clowns jump into two and you know, they like, wave at them. And then the Terenzi brothers, oh, are you related? Or it's, it's like some weak ass shit like that. And I'm like, bro, what? And then it cuts from that to the other three uh, protagonists getting chased through the, or the other three characters getting chased through this ship, and then, you know, when, once they're about to get captured by the rest of the clowns, boom, here comes the Terenzi brothers driving through with their ice cream truck, and their clothes are, like, ripped to shreds, and they have, like, uh, they have, like, makeup, kiss lips all over them. And it's like, bruh, how does this shit work? Like, how did that work? I'm very curious about that. So that's why I have that in my top five things, Because I'm just, like, curious, like, how did that work? And my last... But moving on to my last and final thing is the music of the film. The music of the film, pretty dope, like I said. I like it. And, yeah, that's my top five things that I love about this film. Does it deserve a sequel? Well, like I said earlier, it's been stuck in development hell for 20-plus years. And I believe, just like I believe about Meteor Man, this movie is another film that is long overdue for a sequel. But apparently when this sequel, what I've heard about the sequel is... It's supposed to be dropping, I don't know, supposed to be within these next two to three years and the sequel will be in 3D is all, is all I know about the sequel. Do I think it deserves a sequel? Like I said, overdue for a sequel. So yes, no, maybe a remake, maybe a remake. And um, yeah, finally, we are right here, folks. We made it to the very end. A Hollywood Shuffle. So for my Hollywood Shuffle, I have Shia LaBeouf as Mike Tobacco. I have Laura Harrier as Debbie Stone. Laura Harrier, she's in the, I think she's in Spider-Man Homecoming. Yeah, she's the original, right? she was, yeah, she's in Spider-Man Homecoming. She's in Black Klansman. So I like her. And she's like very, very pretty, very cute. Ryan Reynolds. I have playing as officer Dave Hansen. And for the Terenzi brothers, I have James Franco and Seth Rogen. I don't know why. I feel like I keep using them a lot, but fuck it, I have them as Terenzi brothers. And now for my favorite part. For the clowns. Whew. So for the people I have playing the clowns, because they are clowns in real life, Donald Trump should be a clown in this movie. Snitch 9, I mean 6 9 should also be a clown in this movie. I have Paul Pierce, Skip Bayless, Tory Lanez, Ellen DeGeneres. Let me, let me. I'm going to go ahead and throw the Kardashians in there. I, I don't care if y'all like it or not. I'm going to throw the Kardashians in there. And um, I have the Paul brothers should be clowns in this movie too. Logan and Jake, I think that's what their names are. Logan Paul, Jake Paul, whatever. And finally, all the TikTok motherfuckers. All y'all annoying asses should be, should be clowns in this film because all y'all are clowns. Sounds like a little bit of hate, right? Mm, not really. I just find it suiting that there will be clowns in this film. So, um, yeah, that's it. That's the show. We ain't got no mo. Thank you for tuning in. And uh, come back next week for I'll have the Warriors. Right here on The Good, The Bad, and The Ugly, a podcast about movies.